like to thank the Lord for the privilege of being back in his house again. He's so good to us, lets us come this way, and we appreciate his grace and mercy. We appreciate everyone that's come. Glad to have you tonight. There's a verse I'd like to read from the book of Isaiah, chapter 1 and verse 18. Read this way. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. I love that scripture. Let's stand. Let us pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your grace and mercy. God, we thank you for the invitation that you give us all through the scripture and by the power of your Holy Spirit. God, we thank you for letting us be here in your house tonight to worship. And God, let us have a time of worship that might bless us and help us and and lift us up and, and might glorify you, God. We ask you these things and we pray for this service tonight. In Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We turn the over to Brother Taylor on the choir. 176.
It's not our turn, but I think we're the designated fill-in, so if anybody has it on your heart, I'll be glad to turn it over, but if nobody has it on their heart, I'll ask you to stand. I'd like to ask at this time if anybody's got an unspoken prayer request. For those, anybody have a spoken prayer request? scary situation. Anybody else have a prayer request? If not, let's remember this service. The Lord's given us an opportunity to come out and it'd be a shame not to give Him everything we've got. And, uh, you know, I, I really do enjoy Wednesday nights. Um, I don't know why, but it seems like by the time Wednesday hits, I'm, I'm always just dragging. <laughs> and uh, Wednesdays get me amped up, and by the time Sunday hits, I'm ready to roll. And uh, so I really appreciate these services. So let's really pray for this and pray for the folks that are here that need the Lord. Um, you know, Lord can do things on Wednesday that he can do on Sundays also. So remember that. Uh, anybody else have anything before we go to the Lord in prayer? Nobody else has anything. We'll ask Mike to lead us in prayer. Our Lord gracious and kind, Heavenly Father, we 
like to ask at this time if anybody has a song or testimony on their heart. Anybody at all? Sure is good to be here. anybody off. I guess no nobody's got nothing. <laughs> I know what that spot feels like. I've been in that spot. So, but I appreciate him opening up. Appreciate the choir singing. It's good to be here tonight. Good to see everybody here. Let's continue to pray. Let me ask again. Anybody have a song or testimony on your heart? If you do, you sure need to obey the Lord. Just uh, say or sing or do whatever God wants you to. Anybody. Keep praying. Well, you preachers got something. Come on. Follow your heart. If one of you's got something, any of you is welcome. Yeah, follow the Lord, buddy. Amen. Eric, that's a great testimony. Say amen to that. Now, somebody else might have a testimony. If you do, just follow your heart. And if you get a song on your heart, you come anytime. Excuse me. <coughs> just obey the Lord. impression to preach myself personally I had scripture I 
enjoyed studying today, but it's, it's not there to preach from tonight. It uh, may be there sometime or another, but it's not there tonight. <coughs> and so, if anybody's got anything, preachers or singers or testifiers or just anybody, follow your heart. Obey the Lord. All right, pray for Jordan. I, can, I might have something. Um, Lord gave me a thought today, and I feel just a little burden to try and preach. So you pray. Um, I'm not going to be able to preach unless the church lets me. And I'm not going to be able to preach unless God lets me. I can get up here. I can have thoughts in my head, and I can have feelings in my heart. But um, it comes through the church. And uh, I've found that out uh, many, many times. I'd get up and I thought, Lord, you know, I really had something. And, uh, you know, I, I thought, Lord, it, was it me? Was it me? And uh, sometimes, you know, it just is what it is. But uh, I really desire your prayers. So you really pray with me. I, just so, such a simple little thought uh, God's given me. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it when he gave it to me. I um, took me back to a lot of memories and uh, a lot of good times in my life. And uh, I uh, want to get over here real quick. Let's see if I can find it. So it's over in Ephesians chapter uh, 1, and this would be verse, uh, let's see, I, I just want to read verse 8 and 9. And uh, very common scripture, and um, I had, hadn't really read it today. I'd just kind of been thinking on it, but um, something that Lord just gave me so simple. So you pray, and it says, uh, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And uh, Lord kind of put it to me this way, I guess, and uh, kind of a uh, simple <laughs> thought, but uh, it meant a lot to me. I was thinking about, uh, if I could put it this way, is uh, uh, have you spent time on the porch today? And uh, that seems kind of silly, but um, Lord took me back to a lot of times in my life where I was sitting on maybe my, my great-grandmother's porch that isn't here anymore as a child or some of the other folks that I've spent a lot of time at their house or um, in their rooms and talking about the Lord and uh, talking about how good he'd been to us and talking about all the great things uh, we've had in our lives that were blessings to us. And um, it took me back as I thought about that. I thought about the one time uh, I was sitting there. It was not long after I got saved. Uh, I was at school and my mom had dropped me off and I was telling my kindergartner teacher about how I got saved. And uh, if I could say it this way, I was so excited about the gift I got. Uh, I couldn't wait to tell her. And uh, I'm so glad when I read this scripture today, it says, for by grace. Oh, man, I'm glad it wasn't any of the strength Jordan had. I'm glad it wasn't any of the nobility or the integrity I had because I had none. But it was by grace through faith that I was saved. And you say, preacher, what, what are you talking about? I had faith that there was a man named Jesus that came out of heaven. Why? Because he loved me. Enough to die for me and take my sins all the way to the grave and rise right back up. And because of that, I got this great gift called salvation. And uh, I love it, uh, how it starts that verse. It just says, for by grace 
And you are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. I'm so glad that, you know, years down the road, people come over to my house through the years. I'll be able to sit in my chair on the porch, which I love a lot. And I'll be able to tell them about that great gift of salvation God gave to me. I'll be able to tell them about, you know what, through the years, sometimes I've had ups, sometimes I've had downs. But through it all, one thing that's been true is my salvation in my relationship with Jesus Christ. I tell you, if I don't have anything else in life to be thankful for, it'll be something I can say, Oh Lord, He's blessed me the day He saved me. And uh, you know, I'm so glad that... Uh, all those times that I was sitting over at Grandma Hazel's or maybe it was Grandma Karen's or whoever's house I was at that particular day when they would sit there and they'd rock in those chairs and they'd just smile and they were thankful for the, the God-given breath that He gave to them. The blessing of life, the blessing of being saved, the blessing of knowing that no matter what happens day to day, they knew where they were going. Why? Because Christ made an impact in their life. He made something for them, a home in heaven. You know, I, I love the fact that no matter what happens day to day, whether we're poor or whether we're rich, we're still going to be kings on the other side. I'm glad that I'm a joint heir in that country. That it's not that I'm going over there just to be a bum, but God's given me more than what I ever could have deserved. I'm so thankful for that. And uh, I guess if going back to my thought a little bit, uh, as I was contemplating on this a little bit today. I was sitting at work and had a few things on my mind. You know, I, I know you all know exactly what I'm saying. I had a few things on my mind that were kind of troubling me in a way or frustrating me. And I thought, Lord, you know, I need to get these things fixed up. I need to make sure I can, you know, put myself in a place where these things are taken care of. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about stuff 50 years down the road. I was thinking about retirement. I was thinking about some financial things. And Lord hit me out of nowhere. He said, son, just relax. He said, why don't you take a little rest? He said, think about what I've done for you. He said, I'll take care of that stuff. He, and you know, the more I thought about it, I thought, Lord, who knows? I may not even be here in 20 years, let alone 50. And I got to thinking, I thought, Lord, even if I'm not, I can still be thankful because I know where I'm going. I know the place that my name is written. And I'll tell you what, the name uh, that is written on my deed in heaven is way more important to me than the name that is written on my house in Wapakoneta. It means more to me than having a car or more than having a piece of land. It's more to me than that. It's so much more. You say, preacher, what? Well, how could that be more to you? And uh, I don't know, I feel this way. I feel like somebody's watching tonight online. And uh, I want to put it to you this way. You can go out in the world, you can have all the success, you can have a good college career, you can have an even better work career, you can have seven kids and a full house, and you can have a, a, a giant mansion with many, many things. But until you follow the Lord, even if you're saved and not following Him, until you follow the Lord, you will never be satisfied. You will never be content. You will never be happy. And you'll never find joy. I found out that uh, things of this world are very temporary when it comes to happiness. But I found every little ounce that God's given me from His Spirit and from that cup of mercy, it has filled me up time and time again. 
I'm constantly drinking from that cup, Mike. I'm constantly feeding from that table. Why? Because there was a time when God took enough time to invite me to His house to sit on the porch. He took enough time to say, why don't you sit next to me? I want to tell you about something. And when He did, He told me about how much He loved me, how much He he cared about me, what He did for me, things I didn't even know at the time. And I thought, Lord, man, this guy really cares. Just like all those times sitting on my grandparents' porch when they'd tell me they loved me and I could see it in their faces. I knew when God spoke to me and asked me to come and get saved, I knew He cared about me. I knew that I was the apple of His eye. And you know, folks, He believes that in each and every one of us. He shows it to us daily. Being able to wake up and feel His Spirit, that's enough to know God blesses you and loves you enough to die over and over again for us. And I I tell you, I'm so grateful that God saw enough in me to say, you know what, I'm going to rescue that boy. He doesn't know what kind of life he's got. He doesn't know what is going on, but I tell you what, I'm going to show him what's going on. And uh, you know, sometimes we get in a little funk, but I'm glad that each and every time when we're struggling and we're out of breath and We just don't know which way to turn. We can come back to that same spot and find rest. We can come back to that same spot and find our place. You know, I don't know about you, but when I go to Grandma's house, I know I've got a place for me. Just like when I go to God's house, I know He has a place for me. It's already set up. It's already set aside. I just got to show up and find rest. That's so sweet. It's so good. I tell you, I'll say it this way. Somebody here tonight needs to come and get a little rest. Somebody needs to come and find their place in the church. You say, well, preacher, I'm here. I I don't dispute that. But you being here is a whole lot different than you being in your place. And uh, that's that's a fact. You know, there's a lot of times I spent sitting right there next to where Eric's sitting, and I wasn't in my place. And you say, well, preacher, what you, what's the difference? The difference is I showed up those times I wasn't in my place and I left just as aggravated and just as tore up as when I showed up. But the times I showed up and I was ready and I was in my place, I was rejoicing when I walked out the door. I was happy that I could carry those yoke, that burden of yoke on my, on my shoulders like the Scripture talks about. Why? Because Christ was right there toting them with me. I was literally walking with Christ in those times. And that's what we need to dwell on. That's what we need to be in. And, uh, you know, I'll say it this way. If you really care about your people and you really care about your burdens, why wouldn't you live for the Lord? That's I mean, the more you think about it, if you really love your people, why wouldn't you live for the Lord? Because I'll tell you, you can leave aside a wealth and fortune for them. You can leave aside everything that this world has to offer for your children and your grandchildren. But unless you leave them God and a legacy of Christ in the church, you've left them nothing. Uh, Because at the end of the day, they can't take any of that with them. And I know for a fact we're all going back to the dust which we came. And uh, I'm thankful that when my time comes and my bones settle and my flesh is gone... I won't be there, but I'll be somewhere else sitting on those golden shores, walking those streets of pearl, 
saying, Lord, thank you for inviting me to this beautiful home. And you know how great that is. And I, I pray that all my family's there with me. I pray that they all get saved. And uh, some of them watching online right now, uh, I hope that they'll get back in church. I pray that they'd do a, a good justice for their children and get back in. Because you're wasting time, precious time, holding your seat at home and not coming to the church house. Not making it important enough to come and show your children that it's an important place to come. You know, God's blessed us. God's given us a lot. And I know some of you are probably thinking, who in the world is he preaching to? It don't matter. All that matters is the Lord knows. And the Lord's dealing with them. And I pray that come Sunday morning, when I'm sitting over in Oklahoma, I get a call that one of them was here this morning. Or that morning. God's been good and God's blessed us a lot. I pray, church, that we wouldn't lose our fire. That that belly of flames would just keep burning and burning. Strengthening us up, carrying us back here. So that's all I've got, just a little thought. Appreciate that. Appreciate Jordan. Appreciate the preaching. Uh, that's one of my favorite passages of scripture there, and I just I love that. By grace are you saved through faith, and that's not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. Why well, I like the way you preached it, how God used you. It's good. Now I wonder if somebody else got something on their heart tonight. If you do, mind the Lord. Then the altar's open. Uh, God didn't impress me to say sing an invitation song, but if God's making invitations to your heart. That's where the authority's at. Uh, I've seen people come before church started. I've seen people come after church was dismissed, while the choir was singing, while somebody was testifying. I've seen people come in all sorts of situations in church, but always what makes it important is when God's Holy Spirit's calling. That's key to it. So if you feel like coming, you can, and you ought to, and you need to. Good to be here tonight. Anything else on anybody's heart? Just to pray. Pray about the things that uh, God will put on your heart. And if you if you don't have something on your heart tonight to pray about, pray for yourself. That's where I've found in my own life. Uh, there have been times I'm well. What should I pray for? Huh? Get to pondering a little bit. I'd come to the conclusion I need to pray for me. So when I when I get where I need to, uh, God gives me some things to pray for and some burdens to carry. Okay, nobody else got anything. I want to make that announcement about that funeral. <clears throat> uh, Brother Dean Slusher, his funeral will be here Wednesday at 11 o'clock. There'll be an hour viewing before uh, the funeral on Wednesday. There will also be a time of viewing on Tuesday from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. That will be at Childs and Son, their east side chapel. And that's down on Bell Fountain. And so I uh, really pray, and uh, the family did express that uh, they would appreciate it if they could have the choir sing. And also if, uh, if we wanted to have a, a funeral dinner for them following the service, they said they'd appreciate that too. And so let's really pray for that family. And... Uh, I know they're grieving, their hearts are broken. And as, as in every family, every family that loses a loved one, 
no doubt there's spiritual need there. And so let's pray for the service not only to help the people with their grief, but let's pray for the service to be one that would touch the hearts of those that are in need. Okay. Uh, and one more prayer request. Uh, Jordan mentioned it about a bunch of us uh, going to Oklahoma for Mackenzie and Paul's wedding. Uh, pray for the wedding out there, but pray for our safe journey out and back. God just watch over us. Remember that. And pray for service here uh, this Sunday. Anything else? If nothing else, we'll ask everybody to see the stand. Okay, hope everybody heard that. And uh, uh, Brother Jeremy, I'll repeat it again. Said, come a little closer to Mike. Said, Sister Vivian's granddaughter will be back there uh, taking up a little offering for a needy family out in Elida. And uh, uh, they was courteous enough to ask me if they thought that would be all right. And I said, I don't see a thing wrong with that. Uh, good to help people that's in need. I appreciate you mentioning it. And uh, so do how you feel about that. Anything else? feel good and it is good. Yeah. All right. Appreciate that. Anybody else? If not, we'll ask uh, Brother Ryan Carter to play dismissal. 